Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and I am so grateful you have joined us again week after week. I have the distinct pleasure of interviewing amazing C-suite leaders and some who are aspiring and will be there real soon. But I sincerely love the Friday episodes, the solo episodes, where I just get to share my thoughts with you, you and I having a conversation. Hopefully, you're thinking about what I'm sharing with you. Hopefully, you're responding back in your mind. But this is a time that I sincerely love sharing my insights so I can help you struggle less and do more of the things you enjoy doing. And so we are in the season of not only just goal setting and moving forward with a plan, sometimes you have initiatives for which you sometimes don't have momentum. And so we're going to help you to stay focused this week and creating momentums behind new initiatives. Now, a quick story about myself. I always like to start a little bit because I'm on the journey with you, even though I've done this time and time again. Every year is an opportunity for me to renew and also focus on Michael's initiatives in service to you. So I'll remind you a bit. My goals are to invest in myself and my platforms invest in my reach and also my well-being. And I've started listing all those activities that support that and keeping in line with them. I'm trying to keep it simple so I don't burn out. So again, remember simplicity. Simplicity is important. It's got to be easy so that your passion can come through and make it easy to move forward with your initiatives. And I know ultimately for me personally, the outcome is peace of mind. And while I do have financial aspirations, I'm not so focused on that, but I'm more focused on the process. And I trust I'll realize the outcomes. Now for you, high performance, I know that's a little bit difficult, but if you read The CEO's Compass, I talk about the downfall of some C-suite leaders that if you only focus on the results, yes, you can work really, really hard towards a financial goal, towards a promotion, etc. But sometimes if you don't make that goal, you get disappointed in yourself and then you think the whole time you spent was for naught. It is a little bit about the process and moving forward with your skills, building new skills for you, because if the goal doesn't exactly manifest itself, maybe something else has. So again, outcomes are important, but don't always focus just on the pure results. Now for me, I'm constantly evolving. I'm always doing, but at some point I need to also just do versus plan. And that's the key of moving forward with initiatives. And I need to hold myself accountable. So I am so, so excited for the work that I'm doing in 2023. But I too can also get overwhelmed on all that I want to do. And how will I do it? <laughs> I trust I'll find the people once I commit. And that also is a leadership lesson. Sometimes we hold ourselves back when we say, I don't know how to do that, or I don't have the resources. 
Trust yourself. You've been resilient in the past. Commit to the plan and the people will show up for your new initiative. So I trust it. And with this new initiative, I know I am moving forward and getting traction, but it is not without personal accountability and discipline. So what I've done to solve this is I look at the plan every day and I update it. I give myself a deadline to complete it. It's going to actually be done the end of this week. And then I circulate it to my mentor or others who could possibly help me, get them to weigh in, maybe even enrich the plan or things that I hadn't even thought about. And once I have that feedback, I move it into a monthly and weekly buckets of things that I need to get done so that I'm always moving forward. And I remind you that if you don't break it down into bite-sized chunks, if you look at the whole initiative onto itself, you can procrastinate because you get completely overwhelmed. So just know the process of putting forth a new initiative and finding a method and approach for yourself is really the ultimate outcome because once you build these skills and make them robust, you can repeat them over and over again. And that's what you need to do as a leader is do things that are sometimes challenging and also look around the room and see who was not doing it. And maybe you can set an example. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Yes, I have secrets, but I'm putting it out there for the world to hold me accountable. I'm doing weekly solos. It is all about the aspiring C-suite leader and giving you all the tools and skills you need to be successful from the beginning of the year and goal setting to, again, moving forward with new initiatives, accountability, and everything else. I have a whole content plan laid out just for you because I want to serve you and make sure you're successful. But you may have heard me say in an article or a recent podcast episode, I think I have another book coming in 2024. And so how do I hold myself accountable? By doing weekly solos and the transcripts of every single one of these podcasts are going to be converted into a topic and a chapter. So by the end of 2023, we will have an entire book written and it will be published in 2024. So there you have it. Hold me accountable. Give me your ideas. If there's topics that I haven't addressed yet, I will bring them forth and they will eventually get into the book. So there you have it. I am moving forward with an initiative and I got a plan. Now, let's not just talk about myself, but let's just put this in real life, a client story where this actually worked. (laughs) And it's an interesting thing because sometimes when you work with people and they delay and they deflect on a particular initiative, you wonder why you think they're lazy or you just start building these preconceptions without digging deeper and getting into the root cause. So let's just call this client Mike, (laughs) who I was working with to evolve a continuous improvement program and weeks and months would go by and we wouldn't get the visibility to the status of the initiative. And often he would deflect or make excuses. But if you came to him in person, he would give you a verbal status. But that's not good enough as a leader when communicating with stakeholders. It became frustrating for leadership not to have that report for his initiative to track his progress and make sure we were staying on track. Now, upon further discussion with him, he was always the execution guy, but never had to report formally to leadership. He never had a framework. Oh, there's a root cause here. (laughs) So I worked with him on what information would be be required by leaders for a monthly high-level status report, and then we built a schedule for him to collect the data, review, and issue on a monthly basis. And once that muscle was built, 
getting support for the initiative was easy because it was visible. Unfortunately, we make assumptions that people know how to kick off initiatives despite past successes because they were just the go-to person to execute. But we soon find often as the plan has been laid out for them, for which they simply execute. They never actually had to plan out the details nor report out to stakeholders. Knowing how to build a plan and keeping accountability to your own plan is often a skill leaders don't have. (laughs) It is. We just assume and we shall not assume because we will be wrong. These leaders, these people, leaders in the progress. They know how to solve problems, but have never built the muscle to plan and possibly prevent success and ultimately improve their initiatives. So it happens, and it sometimes happens because we elevate great managers, great subject matter experts. We put them in a place of leadership, and they're missing essential skills for which we never actually asked if they were prepared or samples of their work or verified competency. And we have done a disservice to those leaders. Now, if you're one of those C-suite leaders, you recognize that maybe you don't have this skill, you may need a framework and I'm here to help you. So in a moment, I'm about to give you the framework as well as well-placed questions to help you create momentum behind a new initiative. I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead and inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote The CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven-point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months. And it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my products, The CEO's Compass, and order yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now back to the conversation. So let me give you the framework. And again, it is not rocket science. Nothing that I have is rocket science. It is repurpose, reuse. My best practices, you can take half of what I do and take half of what somebody else has written in a book and put together your plan. But at least I'm putting forth a proposal to you in terms of a framework. Now I'm going to start with a tough step one. This actually has about 10 steps, but I just want to talk through the process with you and listen to what may resonate with you. Please confirm you are still committed to the initiative. Are you passionate? Is it something you want to do? Is it something that's going to be a major benefit to you or the organization for which you are up for the challenge? And if you dread this thing, I would suggest you go back to your leadership and talk to them about any challenges or frustrations about committing to it. Because as soon as the train leaves the station and you don't have the full commitment of yourself personally, you are doomed to fail. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but 
it's important as a leader to make sure you're committed and you have the resources around you to support it. So step one, very, very important. Now, the next few steps are so easy, but put your thoughts down on how to plan it and practice, practice, practice. Don't expect it to be perfect the first time. Find your way, use a whiteboard, Excel spreadsheet, post-it notes, whatever it is, but at least get your thoughts down on paper, even if they're a complete jumbled mess. And I would say, run it by somebody you trust that you can just spitball brainstorm around, just get their input early on if it makes sense and you're at least directionally correct. And then (laughs) this is what I say, steal shamelessly from somebody else. If you need something from me, I'll send it to you, but get a template or format for which you can start putting your plan down to paper. And I would also advise you do it at a high level because we are detail people. I know you, I see you. (laughs) We are in the weeds. We know all the little details in order to execute it. But in order to get ourselves organized and communicate to leadership, you got to lay out three to five to 10 high level steps on what does this plan look like and how do you lay it out? And then only then fill in the details from where you've been brainstorming. Bring them in where necessary, but please, please try to keep it high level because the little details are going to constantly change. And then this is how you start building momentum. I need you to take this high level plan with a few details in it and run it by a stakeholder because this is what's called stakeholder engagement. If you come to them and say, this is my proposal, I would love your feedback. Oh, people love to give feedback against something that exists. They get excited. They may ask you for updates. And because there may be an early adopter, an early advocate, they are going to pull you and the initiative into various meetings. Say, hey, we need to invite these other people. They become your advocates and they are part of creating momentum behind a new initiative. So don't forget your stakeholders out there. They are key to pulling you forward and keeping you engaged. And then I would just say, put it out there to the masses saying, hey, we're going to be kicking off this initiative. Put it out there to a broader group of people. Don't worry about it being 100% correct. 80% is okay at this stage because, again, you're enriching it with the community. And as soon as you expand it to a broader and broader group and more people are getting on board, they feel like the cool kids because they have been invited to weigh in on something and maybe they can claim a little bit of success. Again, creating some excitement for which maybe in the beginning you are a deer in the headlight. And then getting back to the practical, you've got to build in some accountability, weekly, daily reporting, something to remind you to touch that plan, update it, put it out there in the world so people are regularly informed. And if nobody's responding to it, ask yourself, why not? But if people are starting to poke holes at it, don't take offense to that because actually you're putting out information that is of interest to them. And some people just like to poke. So don't worry about that. But again, before you know it, you're planning, you're course correcting, and you're getting things done. Now, that's the basic framework, but I'm going to ask you some well-placed questions. If you can't master this skill, how can you ensure others around you will replicate this behavior? Another question. If you aren't committed to developing new skill in order to help move forward and create excitement around initiatives, should you be a leader or simply a single contributor? And mind you, this is a leadership question. At the end of the day, you say, I want to just be an individual contributor. I love that work. You're passionate about it. You'll probably be awesome at it. Ask yourself, and maybe 
it's the time to step aside from this initiative and realize where you can be of most value if this is something you don't want. Again, leaderships can ask those hard questions and make those course corrections. And finally, if this is easy, and again, I hope there's a lot of you out there that this is easy, a leader who has mastered this skill should also look around the room. Their direct reports, other people on the team that haven't elevated their skills. Do you have the courage to ask for help and maybe elevate those if you don't have the capacity to elevate your team? Again, all leadership questions. Can you master the skill? If not, should you be a leader? If you're committed or not committed, do you need to change your role? And if you see others struggling, do you have the capacity to help them? Or might you connect with the drop-in CEO? Now, I know these are all bold connections or questions. <laughs> Again, I get tongue-tied. This is me, Deb Coviello. I flub my words. I'm not going to have anybody edit it out. It's real me, but at least I'm here showing up today, giving you real proposals as I am. Now, there is help. There's the drop-in CEO community. We meet once a month, a complimentary offer for you to come and learn new kinds of networking skills, meet new people, get some education, even in a topic like that, and then some spot coaching from me or the people in the collective. Many brains are better than one. You're not here to do this alone. The collective can help you. So consider that if you can't do this yourself, but you need a little extra help, I and the community, the Drop-In CEO Collective, are here for you to help you move forward these skills or anything else that you might need to be successful. Now, you've heard me say this before, tag your it. You listen to these podcast episodes, there must be a reason. Maybe it's my voice. Hey, thank you. I love you listening to my voice and spreading the word to other people that, hey, there's this great person out there putting out amazing content and very easy to listen to and consume. But also, if you are here to invest in your career, it is you to take accountability to do something with this information. So whether it's for you, or a new skill for your team, hey, put this podcast out there as a weekly listen for your team and maybe work on a new skill each week. I'm here for the team, even if I'm not there actually in the room. I'd like you to do something in the next week. Just write what you're going to do tomorrow or next week to help either build this skill for yourself, re-listen to this podcast, or share it with others because it's about moving you or your community forward. And if you don't have the time or say, oh, this was a nice conversation you had with me, but I just can't commit to this, then I ask, why not? Why do you keep showing up and listening to these podcasts? Is there something I can do for you? Is there something you can do for yourself? Is there something we can do together? I'm here to help you be successful, whether through the podcast, the Drop-In Collective. I also, if you go to my website, dropinceo.com, you can contact me. We can have a 30-minute complimentary conversation just to understand where you might be stuck. And maybe I can impart some insights to you. Or maybe we can have on a journey together, some coaching. I could work with your team. I just, at the end of the day, want to see the C-suite leaders of tomorrow get the skills and the courage they need to ultimately get into the C-suite and also elevate their teams along the way. That's why I'm here. That's the Drop-In CEO brand. That's my promise to you. And with that, 
I do. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Spread the news. Tell others we love download. Let's get more people in this community. Let's elevate the collective so that we can all be successful and struggle less. So with that, I want to wish everybody listening today much success, and I do wish you well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet... I wish you well and much success.